back. And we 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 Yo, 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 what's good, what's good, yo, it's episode two, it's the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast, hashtag the Real Rap Raw podcast, hashtag for the culture, you know what it is, yo, like I said, this is episode two of the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast, and we here, we back, and we back, like I said, yo, it's me, the sarcastic criminal, the hip hop king of the north, your boy, Great Pharaoh, and I'm here with my man's profound conqueror, Mr. Can I Live. The real boogie with a hoodie, and also somehow the mumbling mushroom <laughs> book. <laughs> and before we do anything, bug y'all, before I even ask you what you're listening to, like I said, yo, you got to explain what the mumbling mushroom is and where that came from, because that was so left field that the people need to know. So, and that came from one of my one of my friends, um, just kind of kind of like my name, Bug. Um, it kind of came out of nowhere, like he just started kind of started calling me it. So um, I got an Xbox One maybe about three years ago. Um, I play Xbox kind of religiously. So um, when I got my Xbox One, I had to uh, make up a brand new name, uh, online name. And, you know, I was on the phone talking to him, and he was like, you should call yourself the Mumbling Mushroom since you mumble a lot. So when I was in college, um, I used to, I, when I, when I talked to these, when I talked to some of my friends, they didn't understand some of the stuff that I was saying sometimes. And it, it was a really, really specific situation. You know, it was like two o'clock in the morning. They'd be like, oh, you mumbling. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so like I'll be, I'll be, it, it could be any situation. And they'd be like, oh, you mumbling. So now they always say that, you know, boog, he mumbles a lot. So now, so that's why he made it the mumbling mushroom. Um, so if you want to, if you want to get at me on Xbox Live, you can get at me at Mumbling Mushroom, um, and that, that's pretty much where the name comes from. What I've been doing is, I hope y'all don't watch that uh, that um, Kentucky North Carolina game, which was crazy at the end. North Carolina won. Um, there's no spoilers. It's, it's, it's late. Like y'all yeah, yeah, already know what it is. Um, so it's, 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 it was a great game. Um, so been so got my final four down. Uh, we're gonna see what my family bracket is, and hopefully I'm winning. Um, the next thing that we've been doing is the uh, the um, Atlanta Science Festival. Uh, we did the Science Expo on on Saturday. A bunch of different events dealing with science and technology and STEM research and things like that. And a lot of the, a lot of the um, events are for the kids, so it was great. Um, what I've been listening to. Is that Drake, fam? That Drake. Uh, it's literally. I mean, like, I had to put the Ross down because, um, you know, people were telling me to listen to the Drake, and I really didn't want to, but I'm happy. I definitely listened to it. It's a really good album. Um, I've been hearing mixed reviews. I've been hearing that it's terrible, but once I listen to it, like, it's a solid piece of work. It's a really good album. It might be his second, third best album that he put out. So, with that, I'm going to turn it back over. I bet, man. And we also got the Visual Overlord, B.O.B., Fool for Your Soul, my little brother, Soul. What's good with you, man? What you been up to? What you been listening to? What's going on, Grace? Uh, 
So, man. Um, right now, I've been listening to a lot of that Rosé album. Um, I've been bumping that Drake album, too. I'm not going to lie. I have been enjoying what I've been hearing. I haven't had enough time to really, like, listen into it. But so far, it's pretty good. Other than that, man, just chilling, relaxing, living life, enjoying it. All right, that's what it is. That's what it is. All right, well, like I said, it's me, Sarcastic Criminal, Great Pharaoh, and I'm here. Yo, what I've been listening to, I can't front, man. And it's like I said, this is the official announcement because I, I hate to do it, but yo, I've been bumping that Drake. That's it. That's all I've been bumping. A little bit of Rosé and a couple of new cats. These new cats called uh, They, T-H-E-Y dot. It popped up on my timeline on Facebook, just a random advertisement for them. And I've been bumping their new album. Well, I don't even know if it's new. I've been bumping the album that got uh, advertised to me, They, T-H-E-Y dot. It's New Nation, semicolon, hyena. It's the bunch of random... I just think it's the most random name in the world. I've been bumping that uh, all, all today. Yesterday was just... Yesterday was crazy. I was just out all day with the kids. We went and saw that new Beauty and the Beast, which I thought was terrible. Can't lie. Then we went to Sky Zone and jumped around for a good hour and a half or so. And it was, uh, it was a day of days. It was been a pretty busy weekend just trying to... Uh, do all the show prep and make sure everything was right. Get the first episode reviewed by the uh, by the predecessors and everything like that. But we, like I said, man, we back. Episode two, we coming at y'all. We coming here. We gonna review this. Uh, we gonna give y'all a little bit of this Ross album review. We gonna give you some some of this Drake album review. We gonna get into some other things, some other hot topics that we think are gonna be interesting for y'all. But first and foremost, man, we got this Ross. Rather you than me. So, yo, fellas, man, what y'all think about this album, Ross, rather you than me? Book, what you, uh, what you got on this album? All right, so um, this album for me was uh, 14 tracks. Um, it was a really good album. Um, from what I get from this, so previous to this one, my favorite Ross album was uh, Mastermind. Well, I mean, other than, other than uh, Teflon Don, my favorite album was Mastermind. And Mastermind, he talked a lot about drugs. A lot of, talked a lot about um, the drug game on the album. Um, this one was really reflective. It was more of along the lines of uh, where I've come from, where I'm at now. And I like that Ross a little bit better. Um, the beats, I mean, obviously, you know, when you're talking about Rick Ross, you're talking about one of the best beat selectors in the game. Oh, um, hands down. Hands down. Like, if, that's, if, if, if anything, he is the most consistent beat selector in the whole game. Like he, he's really, really good at selecting beats. He knows what he likes. He knows what he sounds good over, and he knows what works. So he knows what works, his flow and everything. So he, he's really, really in tune with that process. Now, some of my favorites um, are Santorini Grease, which is absolutely my all-time favorite on the album. Um, I think she liked me with Todd Dallas Sign, Powers That Be With Nas. Game Ain't Based on Sympathy is probably one of my favorite uh, produced tracks on the album. It's a really, really, it's, it's a good track all around, but the beat on that is really, really melodic. I really like it. I can listen to it all day long. Um, Scientology, um, Triple Platinum, and uh, the Maybach music. Um, my skips that I have are After My Hour, Raphael Sadiq. Didn't like it. It didn't really oh, resonate man. with me. Um, it Like, Raphael Sadiq, he usually comes through on on the hooks or whatever he does. But this one, it didn't seem like him and Rick Ross were vibing. 
it just seemed like they were uh, on the same page with this one. And, and like, so when Rafi and one part um, of the song, when Raphael Sadiq of the breakdown of, of the song, um, that sounds like the real song. That sounds like what Raphael Sadiq is supposed to do. And it sounds like a whole different song, but the chorus just don't, just doesn't work with me with, with what Rick Ross is doing. Don't know why. It's just, I, I, I wasn't feeling it. Um, Apple in my eye, trap, trap, trap. I wasn't feeling that that much. It's, it's a good beat, but still not one of my favorites. And she on my dick. I'm not really feeling that one that much either, even though it's a really good beat. And though, that's my, uh, um, my, my, my favorites and my skips of the Rick Ross album. What I would give it, <clears throat> Out of five is about a four. Um, four, solid, solid. Yeah, four. about solid four. Um, I can't give it like a three and a half because it wasn't. It wasn't like that. Um, it was. It was. It was up there. It's not better than Teflon Don. Uh, so if Teflon Don is the five, then this one has to definitely be the four. And uh, and like match them. So to me, it would be Teflon Don. Um, this one and then uh, Mastermind would be. Third line. I right, know nah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Ayo Soul man, so what you think about this Rick Ross album? Rather you than me. Um, as a whole, I really did enjoy this album from Ross. It's uh, it's one of my more favorite albums from him out of all of his works. Now, one thing that I noticed about Rose, and and I don't know if y'all noticed this, and I don't know if anyone else has noticed this out there, but. Ross has a certain like flow that he likes to stick to in a lot of his raps. Yeah. And I hope that yeah, going yeah. forward he doesn't like stay in that same niche and he doesn't get like stuck cuz I'd like to see him like progress more. But like a lot of the songs I definitely did enjoy. His production is always top dollar. He always has great features. Like I I enjoy Apple of My Eye, Raphael Sadiq. I don't know what you're saying, bug. I think he went pretty good, but I do see of, I do see where there is a little bit of conflict between him and Ross. I feel like they didn't have the right kind of synergy, which could have been why he got thrown off in the final uh, recording of it, maybe. Uh, Santorini Grease, that was definitely a dope track. Uh, Idols Become Rivals at Birdman This was solid. Solid, respectful, disrespectful. Yes, yes. I don't see how you could be. I just got to jump in. I think this is one of the most respectful diss records ever. I mean, I don't even know how we. I mean, we can call it a diss record, but you know, it's a truth record. But it's one of those truth hurts records. Yeah. It's just like it's like after Birdman listened to that, it's like how can you not see Rick Ross and still dap him up? Like, yo, you my man still exactly. because like. You you said nothing but but facts. I can't even be mad at that. like, and what made it worse for me, I said not to jump into your uh, your limelight soul, but it's like for this joint, it's just like he didn't necessarily like he didn't sun him. He didn't like you said he didn't diss him. It was like when your parents not mad at you, they just look at you and say disappointed. So disappointed. Oh, it hurts yeah, so much. That's exactly what, that's it, exactly what it was. Yeah. And that joint, that joint just hurt my soul. But my, I just had to jump in on that. But go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely agree. You know, definitely makes uh, Birdman feel real disappointed in himself with that track. Uh, that presidents is dope. Got Jeezy and Yo Gotti on it. Um, game ain't based on sympathy, 
Well, I agree. That's another good track. I definitely like uh, Maybach Music 5. I like the way Dej Loaf came on that track. I think she, uh, I think she split really well. And Ross, personally to me, was born the whole way through, but that's just the way he raps. He talks about some real stuff. <laughs> talks about some real stuff. You know, it's real, uh, real life. I think you were saying it earlier, but he, uh, he's real reflective on this album compared to the other ones. Absolutely. Yeah, word up, word up. Now, uh, what you, uh, so what would you rate this album out of five, five stars? Um, out of five, I'd probably give it a four. It's definitely one of his better bodies of work. Of course, Teflon Don is the number one. But this one's, uh, this one is definitely on the, uh, on the higher end. Definitely on the higher end. I know, that's dope, that's dope. Uh, what's some quiet? As, as for me, with the Rick Ross, I'd say the same thing, man. Straight up, four out of five. I think it's the second best work since Teflon Don. Uh, I think he's the, uh, just to reiterate what you guys are saying and piggyback off a little bit, I think he's the, the beat select king. I put it on uh, Facebook and, and Twitter. I was like, yo, if Nas was to take, was to let Rick Ross pick all his beats, Nas would have, a, Nas would have his Grammys by now. Like, Nas needs to get these kind of beats. He needs this kind of production. I like Nas' beat selection. But you I like understand. It? Yeah, but I understand why Nas' beat selection isn't that great, but I still like it for Nas. Kind of like if, how Kendrick how Kendrick doesn't have, like, the most bomb-ass beats, but I like it because it's him. But they work for him. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel you on that, but I just think for Nas, if Nas ever, if Nas is clamoring for that Grammy, and it seems like the people think Nas should have been got a Grammy, and I, like me, I, I would release Illmatic, and I would re-release Illmatic in retrospect just to get a Grammy for it, because I think it deserved it. But just like I said, to get back on Ross, I just think the production on this album is superb. I love the, uh, like I said, I track, you know, drug dealing uh, Rick Ross is dope, but I love retrospective, uh, I call it luxury rap. I think that his luxury rap is dope. You know, when he's really got the grand pro- produced beats, it's amazing. Uh, what is it? Gaming based on sympathy. That reminds me of like, if you listen to it, yo, I just felt like, like that beat was just something like straight from like the ending scene on School Days. What was that? Like the saxophone sample or whatever it is. I don't know if y'all remember that movie School Days. Yeah. Where he's walking like to the uh, when he's walking to the bell to wake everybody up. That's oh, exactly man. what it sounds that's like. Was perfect. playing right then and there. That's and that's that exactly what it is. So I love that. I, I still like. Uh, I think my favorite track is Scientology. Mm. And I know y'all probably going to think I'm bugging. I just love Scientology. It's because it, the way, if you listen to it, the way it kind of builds up to like this, the production, the beat, just keeps building, building, building. And then he gets it all the way up to 10. And it doesn't coast back down to 1. He gets it up to 10. And then he stops. And it's the same thing he did on Maybach Music 3, where, you know, it's like parents never had a good job. Now it's black American Express cards. Done. That's it, like, and he just ends it. You end on like that real tip. So you like, like a cliffhanger, man. I love, I like the cliffhanger <laughs> in certain aspects, and I think the way Rick Ross does it, he's he's like the master of it. Where it's like, oh wait, wait, oh that's it, song's done, and he and that's it. I think Maybach Music Five with Days Loaf. Even though I do like Days Loaf's part, I think this is the weakest one he's did 
I think this one is the weakest. It's between this and the one he did with Neo, Maybach Music 4. I think they're the two worst ones. They're not bad, but I think they're at the bottom of the pile. He's done six of these, and I think this one's at the bottom of the pile. Well, all the Maybach Musics. I mean, well, when, anytime we do something with Fish Face, he, uh, I mean, it, it's probably not going to uh, <laughs> <Fish face>. do <laughs> I mean, it. I mean, Neo is good. Neo is good. My, 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 one, of, one of my friends calls him Fish Face, and I always crack up. That shit works, that. though, now. <laughs> oh, I don't know why he calls him that. I don't, I don't feel that way, but, you know, no, he, he doesn't does call them that he so much. Him. <laughs> I just, I Neo just, had not as he's saying automatically like, say that every time weird, I mention like, Neo like puckered lip looking face all the time <laughs> and I don't know why he does it yeah yeah. so every, every time I think of Neo I think of fish face and I, I don't know why but I, I, I think I just think my friend has said it so many times so it's oh, good man. Neo it's all that. You gotta jot that down now. He's never gonna be called Neo again. He's always gonna be Fishface. <laughs> Featuring Fishface. The people, y'all gotta remember that. Because whenever y'all hear Fishface, I know we talk about Neo. <laughs> <laughs> but what's it called? But now, like I said, I think, I think uh, the Maybach music, I just wasn't impressed with it. I think the Maybach music track was probably one of the weaker ones. Like I said, I love the Apple in My Eye, Raphael Sadiq, Santorini in Greece. Uh, I think she liked me. Uh, Ty Dolla Sign. I don't think he can miss on these hooks. I think he's 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 uh, he's good for that. Um, like I said, game ain't based on sympathy. I brought it back to that already. I said what the vibe I get from that, and that's a can't lose vibe. School days, walking in the middle of the courtyard, about to ring that bell, telling motherfuckers it's time to wake up. Like you can't beat that. And then Scientology is probably one of my favorite tracks on this whole album. Like I said, all in all, I get this album a four out of five. And like I think I we're, we're all on the same page with that. It's four out of five, and it's it's four out of, a strong four out of five because I think his best album, his best work was uh, Teflon Don, and I think the reason why I give it a four out of five is I think the hooks are weak, all the way through the album. I don't I don't like the hooks. I think they're really lacking, and on like on on an album like Teflon Don, his his hooks were on point. They were like so memorable he had uh CeeLo Green on there doing tears of, the hook on tears of joy the hook on Freemason I go to the grave before I be a bitch nigga like oh man don't get me started on what, what he did with uh Teflon Don no but I but, agree I agree with you with the with the hooks I mean because I thought I thought trap 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 was a bad hook I thought apple of my eye was a bad hook I thought she was on my dick was a bad hook I thought Santorini used use the hook <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, it's like he. It's, I, I definitely just, agree with you on yeah, that. Yeah. So like I said, for for but like I said, that's the only thing I think that was lacking on this Ross album. I think he gave us just enough of what I call the luxury rap retrospective, and then enough of the hood rap to uh, the the real trap you know trap style to really balance it out. I liked. I actually surprised. It surprised me, man, how much I liked uh, Young Thug's verse on Trap Trap Trap. I think Young Thug's evolving very well. Unfortunately, yeah, he is. Unfortunately, yeah, <laughs> I think he's evolving very well, and it surprised the hell out of me that he actually like that. I didn't because I saw Young Thug, and I immediately skipped over it. Immediately, I said, "Nope, not even wow. gonna try and listen to it." Wow! But, and I went so back I have, and I listened. Yeah, I, have to to get, I have to try to give him a chance, but yeah, yeah like I didn't even try to listen to it, and I finally just. I found I found myself just in the rotation. I had the album on with Pete while I was at work, and I realized I'm listening to the song, and I'm like, "That's Young Thug." Young Thug, I yeah. Exactly. I didn't even realize it, yeah. how good he was. I didn't realize it, 
and then every, my my favorite uh un, my favorite most underrated rapper Wale. For me, he can't miss. So I'm a I'm a always champion Wale. I went to school in VA. Uh, we used to play Bowie State. I think he went to school there. So he, you know, I mean, I. I went, like I said, I love go-go. I love DC, you know, go-go music. So I'm always champion Wale. But uh, like I said, but that's it, yo, for, for the Rosé album, Rather You Than Me. I think, like I said, four out of five. He's winning right now. Next up, we got, uh, we got that boy. We got that boy, Aubrey. Y'all know what it is. That boy, Aubrey. You can't boy really call life. him Aubrey any, like, that much anymore, man. Like, he, <laughs> he put out some good Aubrey. stuff right now. I'm calling him Aubrey. And like I said, yo, but I told you before, I put it, I even put it out, I put it out to you already. I said, yo, I got a surprise. And my special surprise is I actually like this album. And he's Drake again. As of right now, he's Drake again. He can get his name back. Like, that. That's a, he should be very proud of this moment. He should be proud of himself. That he, he, he's got back a fan. Because I really wasn't trying to check him at all. I wasn't feeling Drake's last views. I thought it was terrible. I thought, when I'm not saying it was terrible, I thought it was very not relatable because I think it was very uh, Canada-centric. Which I can't be mad at. He did an album for his, for his folk. The, uh, the up north, the happy land. I've been to Canada a lot of times. They show nothing but respect out there, nothing but love. But I think he did really did an album for, for them up there. And I can appreciate him remembering where he came from and wanting to give them something. But uh, as I said, I, was, I thought Views was lacking. I think this album right here, he, he, he gave us a much better package. It's 22 tracks. That's one thing I've always noticed. Yo, Drake puts out a lot of tracks. It was long. It was yeah, wrong. he puts out. That's one, the money things, yeah, that's one of the things I think I have a problem with Drake when I'm not feeling his music, really? and there's so much of it. Like when you're trying to get through an album, it's like you're trying to. I'm trying to force myself through it because it's like I really don't want to listen to this no more, but I have to because I know it's going to be the hype, and I don't want to miss. I got I got that. Uh, I got FOMO, fear of missing out. So it's like I gotta listen to it, but it's like damn, this song ain't. It's like this song ain't over yet. This album ain't done yet. Like an hour and twenty two minutes. When's the last time we got an hour and twenty two minute album? No, I feel you. I was done. After, I was done with the album after Can't Have Everything. <laughs> so and that's track seventeen. So I was, and I had five more tracks left. I was like, oh, like it's more of this album left. So I was definitely like, all right, Drake, I got you. I feel you. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. Yeah, but what's gonna call it? Uh, like I said, out of the twenty-two tracks, I'm feeling about fourteen of them, which surprised me. Like I'm not feeling free smoke at all. No, I'm not feeling no long talk. I'm not feeling not this feeling jigs dude. Smoke? No, no free smoke. I'm not feeling this jigs dude. Free Whenever free he free talks, smoke. I just, I just get annoyed. So no long talk is out. Is Anything the I had jigs. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know what it is, but I'm just not feeling jigs at all. He's just gotta go. I don't like him. Like, like once I saw Jigs on after that very first uh, song, man, cat, but I want to tell us something. It's like what? No, just <laughs> <laughs> I had no clue what it was. It's like no long talk. That's right. It's no long talk because no one wants to talk to you for a long time. You're annoying. Like, but once so it's like I was already at a dead stop because I'm like, okay, I already don't like two songs off this dude's album. Then Passion Fruit came on, and I'm like, damn, he's got me. 
I feel like I need to shy town two step right now because this he's just got me. I feel like I feel, I got that same vibe like when like Step of the Name of Love first came out, yeah. and it's like you just want to start sweeping all on the floor like oh I'm going I'm going I'm two stepping, and then before I know it I'm I'm at a Get It Together with Black Coffee, and it's like okay Get It Together's got me because it reminds me of old school Jersey club music. You know, which was which was the jam, just dance music, just a you know, you know really feel good type joint. And I was I was just hooked right there. That whole blem thing. One thing I don't like about Drake right now, and I'm a, I'm gonna cut it after this is the fact that uh, I don't like this 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 sort of Jamaican thing that they do up there now. Like I don't get it. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, that like it. You know what I mean, my okay. wife is bona fide 100 percent Jamaican. And I get clowned all the time when I'm trying to do the accent and I massacre it. And I hear that so much throughout this album, and it's annoying. So I can't tell like, when you do it bad, so just let you know. You said you can't tell? I can't tell. I, it always sounds authentic <laughs> to me when you do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just say, when I do it with around them, the family and all her peoples, yeah, they all, oh, man, it's always, oh, yo, tell, tell the Yankee to do, to do the accent. Tell the Yankee to do oh, the man. accent. Oh, man. You a size show, man? <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's, got, she's got a little, like, group that she, uh, that she talks to all her people, like her classmates, and every once in a while I'll jump on there and I'll say something through, like, the voice recorder, and I'll, and I'll do it in, in the accent, and, oh, man, they, they have a field day with jokes on me. They have a field day. Yeah. But, call it, but, not, but like I said, for me, straight, straight up solid, I'm going to give Drake uh, a 3.5 out of 5. Just because I, uh, I think the album is a little too long that you can't really enjoy it, because after a while you just kind of get tired of hearing it. And he gets he gets a uh, point point two points taken away just for having this jigs dude on it on so much on so much tracks that it just got on my nerves. But uh, uh, Soul, <laughs> what you think about this Drake album? <laughs> um, like I said uh, earlier at the start of the podcast, I haven't had much opportunity to listen to it like the way that I really wanted to, so I can't give it like my full full review. But from what I heard, I really like it. Uh, I like Free Smoke. I've uh, always been one. Um, I don't know. I kind of like Jake. I like the way he rides on the beat. I can see why, like, a lot of people aren't, like, feeling him, because I think he is from Britain, and his accent is kind of, like, hard to understand. I don't know. I think he's dope. Uh, Passion Fruit, that's definitely dope. Uh, Get It Together, throwback Superman sample. Uh, Madiba Rhythm, I like that one. Uh, Galchester, that's another dope one. Um, Sacrifices with Two Chains. Two Chains and a uh, Young Thug, I think. Yeah, Two Chains can't miss, man. Two Chains is my guy. He never failed. No, me. never, never. Um, Portland's another good one. I've been seeing Quavo on a lot of features lately. Yeah, he, he's about he's about to blow up. Something about Quavo is, is he's about to blow up. Yeah, no, I need to uh, I need to do a little bit more listening. I uh, can't have everything's another good track. Lose you, that's another good one as well. But um, yeah, I mean overall so far, I would say I probably have to give it a solid uh. Probably a solid 3.5 out of 5, like you said. Um, bad, bad. Compared to the rest of his bodies of work, I would probably put this in like in the middle ground. I still think Take Care is one of his, uh, probably his absolute best piece of work. Then Nothing Was the Same. Then uh, If You're Reading This Is Too Late. Then This One Here, More Life. Um, I'm, liking, I'm liking where he's going. I mean, you're going to get some singing from Drake. 
but I definitely would rather hear him rap. You know, if he kept going the route that he's going, I definitely wouldn't be mad. He seems to found a formula that works well for him. Ah, uh, yeah, most deaf, most deaf. But now, what, what uh, what's from call? You think this is? Uh, you think? What do you think about Take Care? You think that was his best album? You said? Yeah. Yeah, take care of yeah, the best album. I think I think yeah. Drake I think Drake peaked way too early. One thing I do want a oh, book, book, book. Now before we even go into that, go ahead, book. Give give your diatribe on this uh, on this beautiful surprise that is Drake's album. <laughs> so uh, it was really long, twenty two tracks. <clears throat> yeah. So Drake um, wants to. I believe he wants to display his versatility. And the one thing that, you know, we got to realize with Drake is that he doesn't, he doesn't, he's not going to rap. Like, I don't think that we're going to hear another Drake album where he raps the entire thing. He's going to do what he feels like doing. And if that's singing, that's singing. If he wants to do the Jamaican voice thing, that he's going to do that. If he wants to do this, if he wants to do this, uh, this dance hall slash uh, club music thing, he's going to do that. And he, you're going to get all of that on a Drake album, you're not just going to get rapped. It's not going to be so far gone um, or, or you know, something like that again. Um, and that's, a, that, that's what we want from Drake, but he's just uh, he's just a little too versatile to just give you that. And I think he realizes that. Unfortunately, he's home singing. He, he, he feels like he's at the house. So um, some of my favorites on this album, Passion Fruit, um, Get It Together, um, sacrifices with two chains. That that song is really good. Nothing can't into miss. Somethings. Yeah, nothing's into somethings. Um, K and T. So I kind of feel you on jigs. I I I think that the accent kind of gets in the way, but on K and T, um, he he it does it for me. Like I don't know what it is with K and T. His flow, how he how he uh comes at the track, I, I love it. I can't I can't stop listening to that one. Um, Lose You is a good one. So Lose You is Drake telling you that, hey, I can still rap, guys. You know, even though I've been singing, you know, Lose You is like, yeah, I, I, I can still do this if I, I still wanted to. I got these bars. Yeah. Um, even though it's not like some, it's not like the best bars, he's still showing you that, hey, I, this is why I, st- I still do this. Um, Fake Love is really good. Can't Have Everything. Um, ice melts and do not disturb to the end. Um, my skips, like absolute skips, are glow. Um, I can't stand oh, that. Unfortunately, Kanye is that dude. No, not good. Um, Portland, I don't like that one. Um, no long talk and free smoke. And those are my my my, my straightforward. I just don't. I can't listen to those. And even how I, is glow a skip, bro? Yo, so, Kanye is not bad on that. So I listened to Glow. So yeah, I ain't like Glow like that either. Yeah. So when I first heard this, when I first heard this album, Glow, I, I look at the album list, I look at the track listing, and Glow was the first thing I went to, and I didn't like it. Like within three seconds of me playing it, I, I was like, nope, this is not it. So then I started from the beginning, and like, by the time I got back to it, okay. I'll give you the fact. That I think I think Glow is real slow. I think it. I think the pacing of the track of that track doesn't fit. Like I think it was. I think it's just. I think it's positioned horribly. 
I mean, and I don't know where he would have put it in this album with 22 tracks, but I think that's the issue with the, with the actual song. I think it's just the arrangement is a little difficult for this one track because it really doesn't fit, I don't think, the scheme of this album, whatever that scheme was. I just don't think it fits. I would love to see Glow as... I would love to see this album, More Life, at 21 tracks with Glow as a bonus track. I could, I could, I could definitely see that. Um, another thing that um, he wanted to do in his album, I felt, is that he wanted to show off some of his OVO artists. Um, he had Sampa on here, I think. I think that's the dude's name, Sampa. Yeah. And he had uh, Jigs. Um, I think he wanted to show them off in this album. Oh, that's Jigs' OVO? Yeah, Jigs' is OVO Britain or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So I think that's one of the things he wanted to do with his album is show off some of his artists. That's why Jigs and Sampa is on here at least two, two to three times a piece. Yeah. I hate Party Next Door, might I add. What? I do not like, <laughs> I don't like him like either. I agree. I do not like I him. I like dude. him, man. I really I like him. Like I haven't heard him like a, a ridiculous bunch, but I like I I mean from what I've heard from him, I, I can't say I don't like him. I like him. I don't like him and he's another one that does a lot of that fake Jamaican accent thing and it's annoying. Man, just because you can't do it don't mean <laughs> so they even worse the only reason he gets away with doing it is because he's with OVO that's there you go. it yeah. other than that he would get clowned in the yard Yo, he, he would get clowned for that crap man <laughs> they don't play that that whack impersonation stuff man and he, he's doing it way too much I don't like it I'm sorry well, I just I, don't I'll tell, tell you like this so it works for me because so I don't really like when like it, it always freaks me out when people go from like like straight up American accent to full on Jamaican accent that freaks me the hell out. So Drake does it. Drake does it. It's not that. It's not that 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 drastic of a change. So it doesn't really freak me out as much, I guess. But like if if you do it or if your wife does it, because I've heard your wife do it before, and it's really really. It's I can't. I just can't. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like two different people talking to you. you. Yeah, it yeah. does. Word. I, I won't. I won't front. Sometimes I, I, I like give the double look when she flips into it. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> it's like it's like two different people. But yeah, what was we call it? I though. But how, how would you, um, in terms of the album, what what you rating it out of five stars? So I would I would definitely put it at like a three and a half four. Um, this is. Um, I would say take care is better. Um, then I will put nothing. Then I will put um, um, everything. This is too late. Um, nothing was the same. I liked it, but um, it just didn't resonate with me. Um, the the only song I really listened to off of the album consistently was um, uh, Worst Behavior. That's the only song I really listened to off of nothing. Nothing was the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember you. No, yeah. I, mean, I remember you tried to sell me that album it's so a hard. Good song, man. <laughs> you tried to. No, I mean, I remember you tried to sell me that album. It's amazing that album? now you realize that that album isn't as good as you thought it was. Yeah, absolutely. But that song is really good. I really like that song. And that song is in my rotation playlist that I play. If I want to play, if, if I just put that song on, I can listen to that song anytime. So, um, but I would definitely put this this um this album, uh, more life. At least third, at least third. I, but I mean, you can argue for a second after uh, okay. after uh, take care. Okay, okay. 
That's solid. That's solid. Most definitely. I right, but no. Now we're gonna get into I think the meat and potatoes of what uh was really getting talked about in these streets. And that's this Kendrick track, y'all. This Kendrick track, what is it? Uh The Heart Part Four? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh he Kendrick released this joint uh, a couple days ago and it kinda took over everything. And some people are wondering, you know, uh, what, what's good with is, is what's good with the beef? What's good with it? Yeah, me, I think wholeheartedly he called out Drake, he called out Big Sean, and he put everybody on notice. Ken, King Kendrick is coming April seventh. Y'all better get all y'all ducks in a row. Get all the money you can now, because I'm taking it once I get here. <laughs> I think the track was hard. It was hard, and and, and it surprised me because, like I said, from, uh, what's called? I always say what Kendrick is. I never look for Kendrick for his uh for his singles. If that makes any sense. I I want to hear Kendrick as a I'm never big on Kendrick individual tracks. I want to hear Kendrick as a whole. Like he put out Swimming Pools. That was like wasn't that the first that was the first single off Good Kid Mad City, right? Yeah. Yeah, th- yeah that was the first single off Good Kid Mad City and I heard that song and it's like okay, it's nice. Everybody's going crazy. Oh, this song is dope. This song is dope. Me, I wanted to hear the whole project. His singles never really resonate with me. His whole projects do. So, like, and for, to get this song, The Heart Part 4, like, I started listening to it. I woke up one morning, I had all these uh, hits and tweets and ads, like, yo, you got to listen to this new Kendrick. It's crazy. It's fire. And I started listening to it, and it's, don't tell a lie on me, and I won't tell. I'm like, oh, he's on that old retrospective I, I I need to hear it in, in context of the album, you know, coming out of a... Because, you know, he's going to have some sort of skit leading into that, leading into an intro like that. He's going to have some sort of skit or some sort of interlude that plays right into that. So I didn't even finish listening to the track. By the time I got to work, and Boog, you actually called me and was like, yo, what's good with that Kendrick? And I'm like, ah, I didn't even finish listening to it. And you told me I was bugging. Yeah. As soon as we hung up, I played the Kendrick. Oh, no, matter of fact, I'm lying. I was on break. And somebody hit me, and they didn't have that first, let's say, minute and a half uh, of the one song. It went straight into him, just Kendrick Beast Mode. And I was like, yo, this song is amazing. Yeah. And I was like, this is, so this is like the first Kendrick song that I'm actually checking for the song. Like, I, I will play this song rather than waiting for the whole collective. So, Kendrick, right now, like I said, I think he just put, he put the game on notice and... Cats better get ready for him. Well, I, no, I like, like the song. I've, I've been banging that song. Um, well, when it came out on Friday, I literally banged it all day. Um, I still don't. I mean, like, so all the theories that were coming out about what he was talking about or who he was talking about, I didn't. Initially, I didn't think he was talking about anybody. I just thought he was talk. He was just being very general in the song. But um, the more I listened to it. Um, I came to the conclusion that at minimum he's definitely talking about Big Sean. Like if so, people think he's talking about Drake and Big Sean. I don't. I mean, like yes. I, I I get the line where he where he's a uh, where he uh, uses kind of like Drake's voice or or how Drake would say it. Um, exactly so how Drake I kind of I, I, I guess I get that, but like that doesn't really resonate me with me. But um, he's at least talking about Big Sean. The reason why I say that is because. So Big Sean says "little bitch" a lot. So 
um, there was a lot of uh, people, there was a lot of chatter around that line where he was saying little bitch. And I was like, well, just two words. Like, y- y'all are really tripping over two words. But once I really looked into it, Big Sean does say little bitch a lot. He does say that. Um, that is actually, he coined that as actually one of his catchphrases. Um, and what really got me is that um, I found this um, 2014 diss from Papoose. Um, on um, to Big Sean, and Papoose says Big Sean's name. So this whole I think it's about maybe five minute disc record is for Big Sean, and Papoose says his name multiple times in the track. Kendrick doesn't say his what name. What did they diss for? What did they what, or what did they be for? I, I I still don't know. I I I tried to look for the reason why they beast, and I didn't find it. Um, maybe I didn't look hard enough, but um, I didn't find the reason why they were beefing. But Papoose didn't like Big Sean. I don't know if he still does, but he was beefing with him. He he put out this disc record in 2014, um, and he he says Big Sean's name multiple times. But the thing that caught me is that um, he says "little bitch" in the song, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like if he's really directly talking to him, and he says "little bitch," and Kendrick is indirectly talking to him, definitely, and he's saying "little bitch," he's definitely talking about Big Sean. So. I felt that that's the reason. He's definitely talking about Big Sean in that album. I mean, in, in that song. Um, and he could be talking about Drake too, but you know, whatever. I, I don't. I don't. I mean, he could come at Drake, which would be you know possibly a good thing for hip hop. <laughs> um, but if Kendrick loses, if Drake does, if Drake does the same thing he did to Meek Mill, then man, like, what are we? <laughs> what are we gonna do with Kendrick if Drake bodies Kendrick? Like I, I don't I don't know what we're gonna do with Kendrick if he does the same thing. So um I don't know I don't I, I would like to see that. I just um I'm 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 a little more intrigued about about that matchup than I am about Big Sean because Big Sean's never really um intrigued me to listen to him too much in, in depth. Oh, you're crazy, man. Oh, no, nah, just just to, uh whatchamacallit, if I can interject real yeah. quick, I'm on uh com- complex dot com. So basically, apparently, after the control uh, joint came out, everybody was doing their verses, their verses to it. Papoose did a verse, and Big Sean was asked about it, and Big Sean's uh, response was a poetic who, when they referenced Papoose's verse. Gotcha. So that's where it stems from. Basically, gotcha. Big Sean said, I don't know who that is. I don't gotcha. know. So let's keep it moving. There, there we go. <laughs> and you know, acting like you don't know who somebody is, that's... that's- that's ultimate form of disrespect. <laughs> yeah, that's ultimate disrespect. You discredit someone's existence in the game. That's that, been there. Yeah, that's that's definitely beef. Yeah, that's definitely beef yeah. worthy. Where you're gonna get a five minute disc record of reminding <laughs> you who the, who the fuck somebody exactly. is. Yeah. Yeah, but just just to give you that little tidbit, and then uh, just uh, before we can before Bill before you respond, I just want to say I still hold firm that I say Big Sean is a uh, probably. The best, uh, the best ball for ball artists active in the game right now. But uh, yeah. hold on, but you know what? We'll get we'll get back into that uh, in that debate against uh, Kendrick. Uh, Soul, what do you think about this uh, this new Kendrick track? What do you think about it? Um, before we go back to what you just said about Big Sean being the best ball for ball rapper in the game right now, um, I would definitely say this Kendrick track is uh, it's different. I think this is the first real like this track that I've ever heard from him. I don't know about y'all. But I've never really seen yeah, well, him come for anybody's neck. Like yeah, he doesn't before. do that that much. 
I like the different beat switches. Uh, he uh, switches up his flow. And it's definitely a shot at Big Sean because he has another uh, another little line at him in the, uh, in the third little beat change where he says, uh, something, something, Hall of Fame, sit your punk ass down. And Big Sean has an album yeah. called Hall of Fame. Yeah, nah, yeah, Kendrick can't do no wrong to me. Nah, but what, what's it called? What I was saying before, because I know it's gonna spark some beef. Because like, I think I said it before. I, I know I gave I gave uh, Jay Z a lot of flack the last episode. I don't want to make it seem like I'm shitting on Kendrick now, like I'm hating on all these folks. But <laughs> but what's it called? When it comes to when it comes like I said to bar for bar spitting, like I if you put a gun to the head to some to their head and say spit. Big Sean is going to save his life through his bars. I think Kendrick is dope. Don't get me wrong. But Kendrick is going to... Kendrick is too artistic. Artistic. That he'll, he'll say something. He'll, he'll, he'll give you something dope. But it won't be appreciated until a week or a month later. Whereas Big Sean... You tell him to spit, he's going to give you something flashy, fly... That's going to make you put the gun down and not kill him right then and there. Like I said, but with Kendrick, you're gonna think you're gonna be thinking about it, and then it's gonna like you're gonna be driving to work one day, and you're gonna be thinking about it, and be like, "Oh, that's what he meant." That's why I say so, Big Sean is the dopest spitter in the game right now, out there. That's why I say that. So basically, you're saying that Big Sean is a mixtape rapper, and Kendrick is an album rapper. Yeah, yeah. If that's if you how you to put it in that perspective, yeah. yeah. So big, so, like so big, Sean, big Sean belongs on uh, um, uh, Smack TV and whatnot. What happened? So Big <laughs> Sean, Big Sean can hold on on Smack. I think, yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah, he could. I don't think so, man. I don't. So I, I've, I've just never been impressed by him. I, I'll say it like that. Like I haven't. I've listened to him, but I've really never really been impressed by him. The only song that I really like. Um, from him is one with a uh, Ty Dolla Sign and Chris Brown. Oh yeah, that's uh, the only one I've, uh, I've ever liked by him. I thought Play No Games. That's the best one. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's the only that's the only one that I've ever like really really listened to. I don't see how that's the only one you. Oh man, you missing out on a lot, man. No, I've, I've listened to all his stuff. I, I know he does. I listen to all his stuff. That's the only one that really like just Paradise? like. Oh. That I like, yeah. I'm, I keep listening to this song. Everything else, I just I, I listen to once or twice, and I move past. I mean, I, I, so nothing really sticks out in your head when it comes to Big Sean. Really? Uh, I don't know. Like I said, for me, I just I still give like I said, Kendrick is dope. Especially this track he just put out. It's hot. I think he's putting everybody on notice. But I still <laughs> hold firm to bar for bar. I'm giving it to. I'm giving it to uh, Big Sean, bar for bar. Man. If this sparks, I feel like if they went up against real, each other, go ahead. If they would like, if they went up against each other, they would uh, like Big Sean. I feel like Kendrick would take him down. I, mean, I, think, I think no, I'm do. I'm just saying, yo, if they go, well, I so, bet, so, yeah, so if it's just a basic rap battle, like, then yeah, I think Big Sean would get him in a rap battle initially. But then you're going to look back at it, and you're going to listen back again, and you're going to watch the sound bites and the clips, and a month from now, or even if it's a week from now, we're, you know, Big Sean might win it initially due to flash, flare, and catchy lines. 
But then you're going to look back at it, and, and, and you're going to have to say, oh, damn, but Kendrick said that. Kendrick said that, and I didn't even realize what it meant until a week later. So would you feel like Kendrick is too ahead of his time right now? Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. I don't think he's ahead of his time, but I definitely think he's different. Kendrick is yeah, it's harder for other people to relate to him yeah, because of his style and yeah. the context of his lyrics. Yeah, yeah like, I get that. I get that a lot from people. Like I said, for me, like like I, like I said before, he um, I still always wait for the for the full the whole the whole collective. I still need that. His singles are dope, but for me, I, I want I want the whole the whole package. That's what I need from Kendrick. I can't just put on a Kendrick track. As much as I might like it or be be feeling it, I need I need to listen to him as a whole, not as his not not as all his different parts. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Very that I think about it, I can't think of any Kendrick tracks that I could just exactly. Listen. I think if I'm not listening to the whole album, can't really do it. Swimming pools, yeah. I think, is really it. Where it's just like, okay, I can put this one song on, but other than that, it's like, uh, no, nah, I'm putting on maybe the Good Kid, Mad City. Okay, yeah, yeah, but it's like, other than that, I'm putting on Good Kid, Mad City, and I'm letting the album play out skits and all, or I'm putting in putting on To Pimp a Butterfly and letting the whole thing play out. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not looking to to do anything else when it comes to Kendrick. But what are you listening to from Big Sean? Big Sean, uh, this just random tracks. Like, I mean, you really sit down and just listen to random tracks from Big Sean. Yeah, I mean, more I so Kendrick. For me, yeah, yeah, because I can listen to random tracks from Big Sean. Because, like I said, I think I think Kendrick builds his songs for the album. Everything is album based. Everything fits a theme. His arrangements are so precise, based off of the story or the emotion he's trying to capture. With Big Sean, they're they're regular rap records. They're regular hip hop records. You can just put them so, on and go. So they're easier to digest. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I mean, I kind so I kind of I kind of get that. Like, so Kendrick definitely has like concepts with his albums, and everything kind of flows along the lines of a story. But I can definitely listen to singleized Chris uh, uh, Kendrick Lamar songs. I mean, Money Trees. Um, that is <laughs> Money Trees and uh, Black Boy Fly are my two favorite songs <laughs> off of a uh, Good Kid, Mad City. Good Kid, Mad City. And um and off of a uh, to Pepper butterfly, um it's for sale. It's, even though that's only a skit, that's one of my favorite ones. Um, and what's the uh, what's the uh, King Kunta? I, I, that one was just nasty. I love that beat. Um, I like how much a dollar costs. And uh, Mortal Man, that's another good one. Absolutely. And off the section of eighty ADHD, I think that's the first track I heard from Kendrick. That's one that I can just absolutely bump on the regular. Absolutely. Like the only so, thing I think I really so preference. I'll say I think the only thing I really run to with Kendrick like is you off of uh to pimp a butterfly. You really? It's just such an angry record. I love it. I love of all it. the it's tracks, you go to you. So angryness. It's such an angry that is, record. That is so emotionally so, invested. Yeah, son. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think it's such yeah, an emotional really. record that it's just like. But I'll put it on. It's just like. Yes, I understand. I understand you right now. Wow. Like, like there, there are just moments in life where it's like I couldn't figure out how to express certain emotions, and then like, he gives me you, and it's just like that was that moment in my life, and I can always go back 
just to retrospect that moment in my life. So you is it for me. You 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 is you is my favorite my favorite joint off that off the whole album. Wow, I've never heard anybody say that. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm different. <laughs> I'm different. It's a good song. I mean, yeah, it's a good song. It's a good song. I just never like I'm I can listen to good. it maybe you know every now and then because it's so emotionally invested. Like I feel like crying when I finish when I hear that. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm very different, man. I, I guess. I, I mean, like you know. I like hip hop that conveys a lot of emotion. Though that's what that's what I'm. I agree. That's what I'm into. Yeah. I mean, I like hip hop, the soul beats and everything like that. That pulls me back into those, you know, those times growing up. You know that that where I had where I had a lot of emotion. So that's that's where I get my retrospectives from. Yeah. I mean, but but like I said, but we're gonna get back get back in the let's get back into focus. Kedrick's track. Uh, right now it's got five stars. I'm actually excited to hear something new from him. And uh, I, uh, I think he's got hip hop on alert for April April seventh. Like really, like I think the world just came to a standstill. Absolutely, yeah. I'm a big advocate for Kendrick. Oh, that's one of my favorite artists right now. I can't wait yeah. for his new project to drop. Word up. Yeah. All right, now this was something that I was reading on uh, online. I can't remember what website. I think it was uh, Complex or something. I was reading it online though, and they were talking about hip hop and how it works in like waves. And through the generations, there's always, you know, your key dudes every generation. And it brought up it brought up how freshman first class is, you know, too frequent that it doesn't really encapsulate what's happening in the time because it's, it's grabbing flash in the pan artists and all this kind of stuff. And it's, it's grabbing anything that has a little bit of buzz and it's just running with it. And it, like I said, the article went on to talk about hip hop through the generations. And one of the dope things that it did was it says, like, usually hip hop comes in like waves of five. And when I look back at it, I'm thinking to myself, when I started jotting them down, I'm like, you had Jay Z, DMX, Ja Rule, Nas, and Snoop, I think. Well, like, that key, that was, those were the key players. And what was that? That, that, late, ni- that late 1990s, early 2000s. Yeah, I go from. I mean, like from like. I get. I mean, I get. Yeah, if you if you going if you're not gonna put like Biggie and uh, Tupac yeah, in there, because I think they were you, predecessors. They were yeah, earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Then you, then, yeah, like you can, yeah. Because Biggie came out like '92, so that you can go from like '95 to, yeah. you know. So like '99. Like, I, I go. I go. I go like 2002, yeah, 2001. Yeah, yeah like 2002, 2001, yeah. and then I think the next yeah, wave. Yeah. The next wave was the Kanye's, Fabs. 50 Cent, Cameron, and yeah. Eminem. Um, 50 Cent. I mean, Cameron, I, w- I would take out Cameron. I'll put in T.I. No, because see, I think Yeah, yeah, T.I. is better, I think. T- I'm talking about when they were the guys. T.I.'s big blow up, like when he was really that dude, hmm. was with the GZ. Oh, like 2003? Uh, that was with the. And that was. That was like no, after two thousand, I think more like two thousand four, two because yeah. trap, trap music like two thousand four, two thousand five. Because I remember I was in, I was living in VA going to school when the Ti's and the GZ, Little Wayne had put out the Carter two, Rick Ross yeah. was blowing up, the game was blowing up. So I think they were in that. Well, you're next right. That wave. was around two thousand four when that trap wave started getting yeah, real yeah, big. Yeah. yeah. So you're saying, so you're saying, basically, Cameron and Dipset had, well, they had they had a lot of mixtapes, but had a much bigger impact than Ti's, um, King, and uh, trap music. I think I think Ti's wave came after Cameron and Dipset because Cameron and Dipset is why is when I was in high school, and yeah. that was the 02, 02, that was oh one oh two oh three oh four. Yeah. 
So that was definitely the Kanye Dipset Cameron wave. You can't deny Cameron at that. Yeah. No, 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 no. You can't. No, I'm, you're not, I'm not. I'm not denying Cameron his wave because they had like Dipset was everywhere. Lemonhead end up dead. Ice like Winnipeg. Come on, son. You hear them bars? You hear them bars? Fam. Like a jail cell. <laughs> Come I hate the dudes. I swear. <laughs> what do he say? One glare and wink. Everybody wearing pink. Come on, man. I, I hated the dudes. Granted, <laughs> did have a major run. In yeah, the they had a major run. So I'm not going to deny it. You have to give them. Man, I can't yeah. handle those dudes. Tell the camera on all of them. Yeah, it was amazing. But like I said, that was that uh, early, that was that like early two thousand wave, like the ninety nine, two thousand, two thousand one, two thousand two, two thousand three. You know, that's when they were in their prime. Like those five years, those five dudes, like they could do nothing wrong. They couldn't miss. Absolutely. Then you came in. You had the Young Jeezys, Lil Wayne, Ti, Rick Ross, Game. That's when they came in. You're talking about like Pat, like post, post that, like 2010, 2011. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking like maybe eight, nine, the you know, 2000, yeah. let's say 2000, 2007 to like 2010, 11. Yeah, that's when they really like was at their prime, especially Lil Wayne and Ti and Ross. Absolutely. Lil Wayne, Ti, and Ross definitely kind of yeah, dominated yeah. that generation. And then I think now we're in the we're we're in the in the midst of the current generation. Uh, like those super, yeah, J. Coles, Drake, Kendrick, Big Sean, Meek Mill. He's a, he's the mixtape king of this generation. Uh, Unfortunately, Future, who just who just refused to refused to go away. To die. He, yeah, he, 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 he just he just he's he's like, man, you're crazy. Y'all he's on, he's he's on, no, no, I, no. I, I like Future. See, see, I like Future. Future is trapped. Like you got to really understand that he's trapped. And if you want to listen to that, that's what you're gonna hear. Yeah. And if you if you wait we ready to hear that, you're gonna love it. But you know, like if 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 um if they had like a the, the drug dealers anthems, future would make all of them. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> like, I definitely agree with that. He's really good. He know he knows the people that listen to his music, he knows what they want to hear, he knows how to get through to them, so he does that. Word up. Now my question would be my my question for this for this active generation right now, like for who's the superstars, like who who are the guys? Me, I say Wale goes on that list, along with the Big Sean's, the Kendricks, the Drakes. Wale he's Wale has never he he may miss with album sales because he doesn't get the recognition he deserves. I think he's the most underrated out of anybody on who's currently active right now. Dude has thirty four singles. You don't get to thirty four singles. You know, and they're all, they've all gotten major radio spins at some point without having some sort of superstar status. But his last, what, two albums were not that good, fam. No, the, oh, shit, I'm dropping shit. The album about, the album about nothing was dope, <laughs> man. I, I did You liked it? It, it, it wasn't, it didn't hit it me home for me. Oh, man. I liked it. It I wasn't it. amazing. Yeah. I liked it. Also, uh, what's from what was the one before that? Uh, and gifted. Yeah. Was and gift. I love gifted. I like gifted I like more. Ambition. I like. You like ambition. Uh, yeah. th- that doesn't surprise. That, me. that was that was my that was my only one that I really 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 liked. Yeah, I like so, but, ambition. But you don't think he belongs on on this list then? None of I mean, really stood out in my memory. 
I mean, I'm not saying he don't belong on the on the list, but I mean, he could he could be on the list. But, I mean, I, I, mean think, I think he's not high up. I think he's one of the, <laughs> but he is one of the the mainstays of this yeah. generation. He, he's definitely he's one, one of the mainstays. Yes. I mean, he's influenced hip hop. Yeah, he he's definitely a mainstay. And like I said, I went to school in Virginia, so I like go go music or the oh. DC flow. I'm sorry. <laughs> so Wale always gets he's always gonna get the plug for me. I went to school in Atlanta, and when I first heard go-go music, I was like, what in the hell yo, how you are these pots and pans banging? Yo, yo <laughs> just think about it. Yo, you saw school days. You remember, dude, in the butt. Dude, I fell in love with go-go back then. Way back then, I, I said, yo, this is this, this is my, I love this sound. So, like, so, so, be, so, so be, being the fact that I didn't get into hip-hop when you did, I didn't get into go-go music until college. And when I first heard it, you know, they, I mean, all, I mean, I went to school in Atlanta. It was a melting pot um, where I went to school at. And, like, you know, we had a lot of cats from D.C. So you go to a party, like, you was hearing music from Chicago. You was hearing West Coast. You was hearing East Coast. You was hearing Go-Go. You was hearing Down South. You was hearing Screw Music. All at one party. So, I mean, so my introduction to, like, literally all these all these uh, regions of music was, like, all at one time. Um, and Go-Go music was probably... My least favorite one. Like I love, I like screw music over go 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 music. <laughs> Damn. Wow. But I don't, I don't hate it as much today. Back then, I just, uh, I just couldn't, I couldn't handle it. Nah, man, nah, that. Oh man, that's crazy. So, but now the the question for me right now is, let's get back onto it. All right, now if that's what hip hop was then and is right now. I want to know, I'm wondering, like, legitimately, because I, honestly, I don't think anybody that XXL has really put on their freshman first class in the past two or three years, except for, like, maybe one or two of the cats they've had on there, are even going to be relevant after the next after the next two or three years. I think they're all going to okay. fizzle out and be gone. So for me, <laughs> when I look at the future of hip-hop, I'm thinking Joey Badass, Chance the Rapper, Nick Grant, and I'm wondering who who else do we really think is going to be that that real next wave of hip hop? Like for me, those three cats stand out. Joey Badass, obviously, his first album was uh was just so before the money was just so I so think, soulful, soulful. It, was it, it gave you that it, very soulful, very retro, while being futuristic and modern at the same time. You got yeah. Chance the Rapper who's just pushing the envelope on on artistry itself, you know, in all as, in all aspects of how he does his business, what he creates, how he puts, how he chooses to put it out there. I think it's dope. Nick Grant, I think is gonna. Be, I think Nick Grant is dope. He's got a, a real. He had a real uh, good uh, mixtape. Uh, what was it? Eighty eight. He put out, and I thought it was a solid piece of work. It actually got him. Uh, a lot of recognition, and then he put out his album uh, "Return of the Cool," which I yeah. thought was super, which I thought was super dope. And I think I think he's I think he's gonna be that one artist that gets really under. He's gonna get. I think he'll if he keeps developing the way he's going, he's gonna get the recognition. But he'll almost be I think like a uh, like a Wale type almost. I'm I'm scared he's he'll end up falling like just below the radar where he won't get the recognition he deserves. But cats are gonna know his name. Or, but who y'all? Who else y'all? Who else do y'all think is really that next group of cats out there? 
Well, well the first thing I want to say is, do you really think that um, 21 Savage, um, um, what's the dude's name with the with the hair? I keep I, I, Yachty, I, 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 Yachty, no, no, Yachty, yeah, which um, one? Yachty, um, Uzi Vert. Oh yeah, Uzi Vert, and I, I can't get to do um, Kodak Black. Kodak Black. Black. I, I want to say Gorilla Black, but I'm like, no, it's not Gorilla Black. He's from the West Coast. <laughs> yeah, that's old school, like, man. That's old school. We I, was, I, was, I was like, he's another, yeah, he another, he's a totally different dude. So Kodak Black. You really think all four of them cats are going to fizzle out? Bro, one of them cats are going to make it. <laughs> I think out of all of them, who's going to make it? Most likely, if I had to pick. It's going to be Lil Yachty. He's the one that's going to make it. <laughs> honestly, I hate to say, your little Yachty bars have gotten better. He's, he's he's the most to me he's the cheesiest one and I think he's 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 I think he's the most destined. I think he's the because most of his cheesiest one. Yeah, I think he's just destined to, to yeah. survive. <laughs> I think he's honestly the most I mean, he genuine has one out of all of them. Like yeah. he he um he's like he's cocky but he's still humble and nervous in interviews. Like it's a, that weird mix. Like oh I know I'm supposed to be shit talking right now but I'm just you know I'm just here like. I, because I got to do an interview. Like, he's still awkward. Yeah. But he's cocky at the same time. You know, don't put on no whack shit because I ain't going to spit to it. It's like, who the yeah. hell are you? You ain't nobody yet. You know? <laughs> but that's, but you got to respect it because you got to have that level of confidence if you want to be in this game. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think I think if anybody between Little Yachty and 21 Savage, one of those two are going to still be around somehow. I don't understand how. I think they're the complete opposite sides of two completely different coins. Yeah. Because 21 Savage, like, almost terrifies me when I listen to it. It's like, what the <laughs> hell is this? He is a villain for real. And then Little Yachty, I can just see, like, music videos of him as a cartoon character, like, flying on rainbows and shit. Like, yeah. Like, so I think they're so opposite. But, that I, but I think one of the two are going to make it. I don't know which one though. I think Absolutely. Kodak Black is. I think Kodak Black, his success is gonna be his own his own undoing. I think he'll blow up the fastest and then disappear the fastest. Hmm. Isn't he already in jail right now? I think so. I think he got out. Did he get out? Did he go back? If not, but yeah, Kodak. And then I definitely don't see Uzi Vert doing any anything more than what he does right now. Like little features here and there. Yeah, yeah. Just, I'm not an Uzavert fan. Sorry, your name is Uzavert. Come on, no. <laughs> Is that bad enough? Well, anyway. Yachty out here. Anyway, uh, so uh, just just to get back on the topic real quick. Yeah, um, yeah. um, I think Anderson Pack. I mean, from that freshman, from my freshman uh thing, oh, Anderson Pack is definitely going to be there. Like I haven't like I got introduced to him maybe like two years ago, and I haven't heard. AWAC song since dude can play uh his voice is just super unique yes um he does the rasp the yes lord is just silly oh <laughs> that's, that's him with the yes lord yeah i forgot that's him word it's just that that's one of, that's one of my favorite ad-libs um but, but my favorite ad-lib before um the yes lord was 50s yeah that was like my favorite like i love that <laughs> yeah, because it um, was pretty was pretty hard. Yeah, I like that. But um, so Anderson Pack, um, he's gonna. I think he's gonna be around. I believe Designer's gonna be around. Designer. Yes. Designer. Designer. 
Oh man. So he, he, you know, he sounds like Future. Gonna stick around too. Yeah. You know he sounds like Future. Dude knows what he's doing as far as um, melodies are concerned. He knows what sounds good. Um, when I when I first heard the Timmy Turner thing on um, the the the, uh, the complex or I mean double XL, they had the little um, freestyle videos. When I first heard it, I was like, "What is this?" Right? And I was like, oh, "Okay, got a good little melody to it." So I was like, "All right, whatever." But and I kind of wrote it off, but I was like, "Ah, eh, it's not that bad." But once I heard him put a beat to it and make an actual song, but I was hooked. I was like, "This is like." He he really he really impressed me with that one. It was really good. Um, so so him, and I think that um, the 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 southern dude that can really spit man sty high. Unfortunately, he hasn't gotten out there um, as as probably he should have. But he needs to. I mean, somebody needs to. I mean, I need to push him, man. Like, dude is really really good. I think sty high missed his mark. Him. I think he he signed with good music. And around the same time, I think as Big Sean and Kanye put everything behind Big Sean, and Psy High just kind of sat there. He put out phenomenal mixtapes, you know, historical mixtapes, damn near, you know, with the uh, yeah. what was it, Black History Project and the NWCP, Ivy League. Like he put out some phenomenal mixtapes, and now I think he's just doing the uh, the team backpack thing. I don't think I think he's older, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I, I don't see him grabbing a wave. I think he missed his he missed his wave. His wave was when he he should be with this generation that's that's uh that's doing their thing right now. But he missed his mark because I think he he tried to be loyal and let's say wait his turn, and I think he missed his window. And wait his turn. Mm, that's interesting. <laughs> you know you know how all these no I know like, but that's just know, that's, like that's man like Kanye, that's he can't, he can't, that's how the industry works he can't do he can only focus on but so many cats for but so much amount of time and especially Kanye during that era that's when he was doing everything he was do, I think he was doing Watch the Throne at that time Big Sean's projects were coming out he was put he was doing a lot of stuff so to try and do it because then Sahai put out a, a, a disc record for them too wasn't it a diss record? It was, or was it more like Big Brother? I want to say, I think it was more of a Rick Ross, I'm so disappointed in you type of record. Yeah. Another one, like, y'all let me down. I tried, and y'all just, y'all just let me down type of records. Yeah. I, didn't, I, I didn't take it as a diss record, actually. Diss record, truth record, however you want to take it. It's, you know, it wasn't 100% positive. You can tell there were ill feelings around yeah. there, around it. Absolutely. Word up. But uh, what's it called? B O B. Who you, who you uh so who you thinking uh is could end up on this um who you think is the next up really like um what you guys think of Childish Gambino? I think he's been making a lot of a lot of big moves. His last uh, few projects have been pretty good. Got a lot of uh fan reviews and fan he's ratings. Brave. He's, he's brave. <laughs> he's brave. He left hip hop though. He put out a funk album. He's done with rap. <laughs> I mean, Kanye left hip hop for a minute. Redbone, Redbone, Red look at Drake. Drake left hip hop. Look, I told you, Drake gave us a beautiful surprise. That's it. All right, I'm giving Drake. <laughs> I'm giving Drake a pass on this one. That don't mean I got to give everybody no pass now. All right, and Kanye is Kanye. He can do no wrong. <laughs> all right, come on. Man. I mean, he can. He can. He can do but, no wrong. I mean, Tyler Gambino can still he can. I don't. I don't think that he's done with rap. I mean, I think he's just exploring the stuff that he can do. 
Um, but he's Lando Calrissian now. He ain't, he's done with music. Once some Star Wars <laughs> checks start coming in, he'll be like, what? Y'all want me to do another season of Atlanta? Did you see the heroes on, on Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, I mean, granted, he is going to make a lot of money being Lando Calrissian. He's in a guarantee. But I don't think that's going to pull film. him away from music because he's been doing writing since since he started in business. I think he started yeah. as a writer for like 30 Rock. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's so true. he's been seeing money since he came into the entertainment industry. But he ain't seen Star Wars money. <laughs> that's all I think I'm anybody saying. would put a game for Star Wars money. Dude, I'd leave hip hop for some Star Wars money. <laughs> Well, if he comes back and still does any more projects, do you think Gambino would hang around for any time? I don't like Gambino as a rapper. Hmm. Wow. I prefer Gambino. Like, I actually, it surprised me. The last album, I can't even think of the name of it right now. It's driving me crazy right now. Uh, because of the internet? Because of the internet, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was phenomenal. Oh, wow. I don't know how you don't like him, though. No, 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 Not because of the internet. The joint he just put out with that weird cover. You talking about Awaken My Love? Oh, Awaken My Love? Yeah. What? That was a, that, so, so, that was a really, really good album, but, like, for me, it didn't, it didn't have, like, I'm going to be playing this for years. Like, I played it, and I really liked it. That song, Redbone, is my joint, man. That's I, everybody's I, joint, man. I was I was very surprised when I first well when I well when I heard the song I thought it was dope, and I didn't know it was him, but um I was really surprised when I saw him on I think it was um Jimmy Fallon, yeah, and performed it with these freaking tight ass um shiny leather pants and no shirt singing <laughs> falsetto and I was like oh like he just he just. He's with there. Like it's, it's, this is <laughs> like I said before. This is, this is him now. Just like it's just like with you. Just, like when you, when you had to admit to your dad that you was a hip hop head. This is him now. Like that's it. You got to take it or leave it. And I think this is him, man. I actually I really liked that album. I thought it was super dope, which surprised me. But I prefer. I, I think this is his look. I think that's his style. I think that fits him. This yeah. is the type of music so I want to hear from really? him. Yeah, I like I like that funk jazz type of thing he was giving us. I, I loved it. So I see him I more in that going, way. I hope uh, going forward he gets into the point where he's mature enough that he can blend both his singing and his rapping into like one collaborative project, kind of like how Drake's been giving us. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. Cause then we can, uh, then we can, so that, then we can get a, then we get a Childish Gambino, uh, Kendrick song. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we could get a little bit of anything. Yeah, a little bit of everything from that way. Do we want Childish Gambino and Kendrick? I mean, with the funk, with the, with, with them two, yeah, I, 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 I would take that. I would take that. We got Kendrick on a track with Travis Scott, so yeah. I, I feel like Kendrick kept that thing. Word up, word up. Who, who else you got, Soul? Who else you think is could be on this here list? Um, I think Isaiah Rashad, if he gets a little bit more, uh, a little bit more push from his team, I think he could do something. Absolutely. Yeah. 
I like a lot of his tracks. Vince Staples is another really good one. You know, I think the problem with Vince Staples is why I don't think he's going to get the success. He looks like a regular, regular dude. <laughs> like, he just, just looks, looks so normal. Ex- yeah, he looks too regular that he doesn't draw you to him. His personality, everything, he's just an extra regular dude. There is no star flair there. There's talent, but there is nothing that says, I need, I need him ASAP. He just looks extra regular to me. Well, let's say the world was blind. Would you listen to him? Would I listen to him? That's different. Yeah, like I said, I think he's got talent. But I think, but we're talking about just... we're talking about making it to that superstar status. We're talking about the uh, the future Jay Zs and Nas's, the future Kendricks and Drakes of the world. Is he can with the way he is flair. right now? Yeah, with the way he is right now, I don't think he'll get there because he doesn't have anything extra. You can well, be, I, like I mean, I can definitely you can be, see you that. You can be as talented as you want. You can be as talented in the world as you want to be. But if you sit down there for an interview and you're boring as shit, guess what? I'm not going to listen to your interview, which is even going to turn me off to listening to your music. I think, I, I think, I think, I think um, his interviews are, are pretty good. I think he's a pretty, uh, pretty smart dude, actually. I just think he has no, he has no, no. He just. He's an extra regular looking dude. He, he's right. an extra regular looking. I mean, like you know, he, he he. There's nothing extraordinary about his look, you know. So, but but I mean, I just I don't I think just, he has like, to be extraordinary looking, either good or bad, to make it in the game. There've been some average. Look look at look at Outkast in the beginning. They were extra regular looking dudes, and look how hard they struggled in the beginning to get on. Until they finally figured out a niche that that bought them the extra attention they needed. You think every rapper that wants to get high up needs that kind of a niche? Every everybody has something. Everybody has something that just some sort of edge, some sort of something. And I just I look at them and I just think, yeah, extra regular dude. Oh, dip! You could rap. Okay, cool. I'll see you tomorrow. I gotta go to work. I'm late, and I'm moving on. Man, I'm probably making. I'm probably making so many enemies, man. I, just, I mean, I mean, at least you make some Vince Stables enemies. I mean, I like the dude, so I, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> man, I'm probably making so many enemies. Like they probably think I hate Kendrick, Jay Z, Vince Staples. Oh man. You got you got any more soul? Um, I was about to say if Tyler the Creator makes any more music, I think he I, could stay. I might be done with him. Yeah, I think I think his <laughs> uh, his brand of uh, extra Negro ignorance is beyond me. Have you heard his last album? No. Talk about Cherry Bomb. Yeah. Yes, and I didn't like it. Hmm, really? Well, uh, I'll tell, t- tell you. I'll tell you like this. I'll tell you like this. Um, Cherry Bomb didn't like like it was Tyler creative music. It wasn't. It wasn't anything different. Um, in my opinion, the really the big problem with that album is the levels, man. Like he he. I don't know what he did when he mixed that album, 
but it, the levels are so off. It just turned me off. Um, so, and I, and I think that's why I really didn't like that album that much. But I mean, his music is, you know, it, it, it's him. Oh, definitely him. <laughs> but I mean, but you, you, you have to like, if you, you can get tired of him. He, he, you know, he, he has, he has a style where you can be like, all right, fam, like I'm tired of, I'm tired of your psycho ass, you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's a very uh, super high energy. Yeah. What I like from like that whole I Future Wolf game, yeah, I think Earl Sweatshirt, if he starts making moves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. I yeah. like Earl, but his last couple projects have been really like down and depressing. Like he yeah. had uh, this last joint that I listened to from him. I don't know if it came out like recent, recent, but I think it came out like last year. It's called uh, I Don't Like Shit. I Don't Go Outside. And. The whole album is just him being real mopey and broody. And <laughs> I mean, I get it. That's our future, but I don't want to get a whole album of that. Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> I agree. But I, I think potentially he, he out of that he group. can wrap his ass yeah, off. I think out yes. of that group, he's going to be the guy. If nobody else. I mean, well, we just talking about rappers, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, it's cool. all hip hop. It's all hip hop. <laughs> it's all hip hop. Now, what's it called? Anybody else? Any 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 sneak sneak attacks? Hmm. What about Ty Dolla Sign? Because I, I know how I feel about Ty Dolla Sign. Talk about uh, talk about New Millennium Nate Dogg. Like he he's 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 so good on these hooks. Yeah, like, he is. <laughs> he is so he is a hook machine. good on these hooks, man. Yeah, like, I, I haven't heard be. anything with a, with him on the hook that was terrible. He's so good at that. I think he's going to be the hook king of of this generation coming up. Like, yeah. that's all he's going to be, everybody's going to want him for hooks. Now, I, I was talking to one of my friends today at work, and um, I was just talking about how good he is on hooks. And I was telling them that... Um, I have to I have to listen to one of his projects as a whole to really like understand this guy because I really yeah. only, I only hear him on hooks. Yeah, I need more of him. Yeah, yeah, he got some projects out, so I'm, I'm I'm gonna definitely take a look at him. Um, how how can we how can we uh you know talk about this list of you know cast is up and coming without talking about Young Thug, man? Because I don't think Young Thug is up and coming. <laughs> okay, so you think Young Thug is already here? I think if, if anything else, he's here. He's. I don't yeah. think he's going to get any bigger than what he is. But cool. I don't. I don't. I think he's here, but I don't think he's. And I don't think he's going to grow anymore. I think there's just too much extra around him, especially like with the whole. You know, he's moved in with the Birdman and the and the Lil Wayne drama. I think he's got yeah. a lot of just. Too, there's just too much extra, and I think skill wise, he's improved a lot. Like his tracks on yes. the, on on the Ross album, his tracks on the uh, on Drake's album, I think they're dope. I actually liked hearing him on these records. Yes, but, unfortunately, yeah. I have to I have to agree because I right, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but I I just I think he's got too much extra uh, packed on to him to make any uh, major moves, make anything else happen. Well, nowadays that, the game is definitely a lot more flooded than it has been in recent times. Oh, yeah. The internet just opened up the doors to everybody. Yeah, YouTube sensation. Yeah. And he wore a dress on, on an album cover. I'm sorry. You don't like his riding outfit? No, no. <laughs> his, wait, his who? His riding outfit from, uh, from Mortal Kombat. 
It's Raiden. Don't desecrate <laughs> his name Raiden. like that. <laughs> That's what I was like, what is his riding outfit? Like, what's he, like his motorcycle outfit? His riding outfit. Because I was going to let it ride. But no, I'm like, not going to let it ride. I'm calling that out because they did it. They made a movie, and guess what his name was in that movie? Raiden. So you're not allowed to call it anything else than what the creators called these names. His name is Raiden. So yeah, he, <laughs> that's disrespect, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> you disrespect the light of God like that. But nah, I was not feeling his 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 Raiden outfit at all. Like that that was just too much. I don't understand. I don't like. I don't like. I don't know. To me, it just don't, that don't seem like him. It just seems like he's. I don't, I don't know. You think you think you think you think he's not being himself? I think he's being himself, man. I think, I think that's him. I think to that level is not him. I think he's he he just he's usually at seven, and now uh, to keep his name buzzing, he he uh, he gonna dial it up to a nine. Bro, every time I see him in a video being ignorant, he's on twenty five. Like he's just, <laughs> he's saying something really really crazy, or he's doing something really really crazy. I mean, he has some sensible videos out there where he just talking and acting regular but when he's like that like that's that's i think that's him i think that's he likes him. wearing that stuff yeah oh, man. That, that's <laughs> i think he just likes wearing it that's disturbing for me then i don't know i mean i don't judge <laughs> oh, i don't know for me too i mean I'm, I'm i'm not i'm not i'm not from a generation where you know what i'm saying where we champion men wearing dresses yeah um so i mean it's it's, it's, it's especially in hip-hop i i, I kind of I don't. I don't really understand it. It's not for me to understand. So I'm gonna just. Let, I'm gonna just let whoever want to rock with that, rock with that. But that's 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 not my style. I I, I couldn't do it. I mean, I st- I still got I still got uh forty inch waist boot cut jeans just to make sure they sha- <laughs> just to make sure they shadow my tims right. Like, shadow your tims right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, like that's what I still got in the closet. Sometimes I just, sometimes I just gotta put them on just to make just to remind catch. Yeah, this is my. This is this is the generation I'm from. Like, I just go all the way down to all the way down to the bottom in the back. You jump, you all ripped in the back. Yeah, now I see, but I see nowadays that's not fly. So you just got to do that undercuff. You don't yeah. do the overcuff. You got to do the undercuff just to keep it from dragging. Absolutely. Otherwise, otherwise you look sloppy, and then, and then ain't nobody gonna want to talk to you and mess with you. You know what I mean? That's how we. That's how we used to do in high school, wearing them big ass Omavi jeans. Omavi oh, was the truth. <laughs> that used to be the first thing chicks checked on you. Like how 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 bad is the back of his jeans messed up? It's like, oh look, the back of his the back of his jeans ain't even scratched up yet. <laughs> he fresh. So hold on. Let, so let, let me let me let me introduce uh, one more. Uh, Migos is Migos now or or, com- or up and coming? Oh, you know what? Soul, go ahead. You go first. You go first. I think the Migos are now. They've They've been around for a while. They've had a lot of buzz down in like the south and the west. Absolutely. And I think they're just now getting over to the east coast. They're just finally capturing all sides of this country, you know. But I think they're definitely now. I don't think they're going to get any bigger than they are. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind it because they have a lot of catchy stuff like Bad and Bougie is my jam. Amazing. Uh, that was uh, a track T-shirt. Uh, uh, bad and bougie. Bad and bougie. Bad. <laughs> you don't like bad and bougie? You like amigos? Uh, come on, man. man. Uh, oh, you I, know, of... I, I, I know I'm an old man, but come on, man. Don't be uh, such an old man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You really showing your gray hairs right now. Man. I, just, I, I, I die him, man. I, actually, I got to do another die job soon too, because they, they're starting to show a little too much. You're right, but the, I think honestly, with Migos, 
I do. I think their hooks are catchy. Sometimes it. Sometimes I think with Migos is just like okay, okay. The speed it up just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, what's from call? I think Migos is not now. I think they're coming though. In terms of that superstar status, I think a lot of people, a lot of demographics, a lot of areas, really, really didn't know about Migos. I think they just became a household name when Danny Glover, the Childish Gambino, shouted him out on on stage at what was it, the Oscars, the uh, Emmys, whatever 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 award show he did when he yeah whatever yeah. When he shouted them out on stage, and then all of a sudden now Bad and Bougie, which has been out for, what, three months, four months, is now number one overnight because now everybody's talking about him. Yeah, Elvis Duran is talking about him. I mean, I remember Charlemagne, the next morning, Charlemagne was talking about how he had to argue with DJ Envy to take off one of the 12... Uh, Drake tracks that they have queued up like on the regular playlist because you have to put Bad and Bougie on the playlist now because it's the number one record in the nation. So they're just now getting that level of number one record recognition. So I think they're coming now that people are actually looking for them. Fox News is talking about Bad and Bougie. Fox, come on now. Really? Yeah, I didn't see that one. Like Fox News is using their cliches and using all their terms now. So it's like once that started happening, now it's like, okay, Migos is on one. They're about to get to that. They're they're rated next now for me. If they keep going in the direction that they're going and keep this hype train chugging along, then yeah. 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 yeah, I feel you. (laughs) (laughs) But now, what's the cause? But now, I think. So we got a what, uh, before we close out, man. Uh, we talked about the tie dollar sign, said that. What about um? What do y'all think about what's his name? Uh, Logic. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> boring. <laughs> he's like good. He can rap. I like his boring. style. What man? <laughs> I think he's boring. I I think he can rap too, but yeah, I I just, and, uh, I just get this. I get the um. I get the, uh, what's his name? What's the dude? The same love dude. Uh, thrift Shop. Oh, you talking Macklemore? Uh, Macklemore. I get that, I get that Macklemore vibe from him. Like, he, like, he feels out of place, so he constantly tries, he constantly mentions something about being mixed. Yeah, he does. He does that a lot. And I think it's because he's trying to sell himself, like, look, accept me, because I, I, I am black, too, and I, like, is until you have the confidence to let your to let your work speak for itself and stop don't depend on uh a I don't want to call that a gimmick but uh I I guess yeah a gimmick or an edge an outside edge then you you're not going to get that that uh you're not going to get to that next level you're not going to be one of those those superstars that we're talking about you can't be worried yeah. about everybody you can't be worried about other stuff just put your music out I agree. He definitely needs more confidence. But yeah, he's just boring to me. That's all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, but no, nah, that's 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 good. That's what's up, yo. So I think we got to I think I'll, I'll rate it next, man. We gonna I'm gonna keep this, yo. I'm starting files on everything. So we gonna have I'm gonna put the rated next. I'm gonna put the rated next up with the uh, the hip hop council, and we gonna uh, we gonna see who who's who's what. Hopefully, we doing this podcast. 
you know, on episode 52. That would be a year from now where we can, uh, where we can reference back. Like, okay, it's been a year. Let's look at this. You know what I mean? I'm just hoping to get to episode 5. I'm not trying to rush it. I'm knocking on wood. But let's get to episode 52 and, and see... Yeah, you know I mean, what these, what these, what these, what these cats that we've talked about are doing. See who's going to surprise us and be the new Drake and the new Kendrick and the new J Cole and Wale of this generation. I mean, what's we call? But uh, as always, man, we just want to. I just want to thank the people, you know, that are going to start listening to this and they're gonna that are going to argue with us. They're going to email us at I do it for hip hop one. At yahoo.com. I do it for hip hop one at yahoo.com. They're going to start emailing us. They're going to, uh, we're going to put this up on SoundCloud. They're going to start sending us messages on SoundCloud, cussing, cussing me out probably most likely, telling me I'm crazy and I don't know nothing. I'm just going to say I like what I like. That's about it. <laughs> I mean, oh, yo, oh, man, I got to throw it back real quick. Ray Schremer? No. No? No? <laughs> Uh, so no, I agree. No, no, no. I'm gonna just say no, no, no. I like Ray. That's just a quick. That's a yeah. I've I've I like. I can listen. I can listen to them, but wouldn't listen to them for long. I'm just saying, cause man, I ain't got no type. You know what I mean? So I, <laughs> I, I, I like Ray Schremer. I don't know why. I think they're dope. I like Ray Schremer a lot. But uh, this, not, this, this dude, this dude that I work with, he was like, "Did you know?" That um, um, it's a uh, Schremer's ear drummer spelled backwards. I was like, "Are you mad?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, duh." Like, like, where have you been? So I'm like, they, like, they, that, that I, had, I found out about that when they first came out. He was like, "Really?" I'm like, "You just, just <laughs> all out of all, all the way behind, all the way behind." Stop paying attention. Stop paying attention. Word up. Word up. But uh, what's from call? Yeah, then let's close it. Let's close this out, man. I think we covered a lot of bases. I think uh, I think people are gonna enjoy that Ross, the Ross and Drake uh, review, and that uh, that Kendrick review. Hopefully, they get some insight. Like I said, hit us up, man, on the email. I do it for hip hop one at yahoo.com. You want to argue about what we saying? You want to comment on it? You want to just add, add some tidbits? Who y'all think? Who y'all thinking about? Who y'all liking? You want to argue about the past generations and who was on top at in those times? You know, hit us up. Let us know. You can find me, Great Pharaoh, on the Twitter at gr number eight underscore p h a r a o h. That's Great Pharaoh. But where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at Mister Can I Live. That's M R C A N I L I V E. So what's good? Where can they find you at? Yeah, people. Y'all can find me on Twitter. At Soul underscore Invictus seventeen. That's S O L underscore I N V I C T U S one seven. That's also my PlayStation Network tag too. If anybody wanna hop on the game, talk about hip hop and I'll bust that ass and anything, whatever you want. <laughs> except, except for Mortal Kombat, except for because he's gonna get his ass kicked by, <laughs> by right. <Ryan. laughs> I mean, seriously, you shouldn't even be playing the game. You can't say you're ready. I mean, <laughs> well, I, hang on, hang on, hide you. I'm, 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 I'm gonna let you live. All right, but we're gonna we're gonna do it like this. I am Great Pharaoh, and I do it for hip hop. I'm Mr. Can I Live, and I do it for hip hop. I'm Soul, and I do it for hip hop.